everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we'll be talking about episode 18 from season two, I Am God. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Yvette. And I'm Smyrna. Hi, Smyrna. Hello, Smyrna. We are glad to have you here. Yes, we are. (laughs) Yay, Simone of epic um, feedback. Yes. (laughs) I love your feedback. You, you leave the best feedback I'm ever. glad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you like to tell people where they can find you on the interwebs? Yes. Um, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and Facebook. And, and everywhere that I have a podcast called ObserverCast. <laughs> That's our fringe introcast. It's good stuff. We're getting towards the end of season three. Okay. I so want to guest on that podcast. That's someday. <laughs> Don't wait too long. They'll be done. We'll have you on. Will you? I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Should we get into this? Let's have our Do episode it. summary. Oh, that would be me. Veronica begins having dreams involving the dead students from the bus crash who drop clues along the way. Meanwhile, Logan and Wallace become unlikely lab partners in Mr. Wu's class, and Keith helps Clemens expose a doctor's scam. All right. So for the longest time, I only had A and B plot, and then a C plot crept in there. Yay! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. So the A plot is Veronica's dreams, hallucinations, whatever you want to call them. Um, The B plot is the egg drop. And the C plot is Keith's case that just finally snuck in there. Yeah. Yeah, It It was was an afterthought. (laughs) The the second time I watched it, I timed, and it didn't show up until like 25 minutes into the episode. I know. That's why my C plot was non-existent. Yeah, I, I was actually saving room for my A-plot because I thought that the A-plot was going to be not bus bus crash related. Uh-huh. And then, so I don't even have an A-plot, I just have a B and C-plot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll start with uh, Veronica's, I, I don't know what you guys want to call them. The bus? Hallucinate. Um, the, the ghost visitations? Yes, yeah, there we go. She did talk about Ghost Whisperer, so. Oh my god, it was so weird. <laughs> I, I, I was, I felt like I was doing drugs on this episode. I, 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 I don't of, think I was, but you know, that, that could be me. <laughs> all, all of my notes end with a question mark. <laughs> Yours too. I actually took, I, I actually wrote this on the back of a couple of napkins because I didn't have my laptop when I was watching it, and so. Yeah, I have a lot of question marks and a couple of exclamation points. <laughs> I, I really wish that I would have had time to watch this more than once because I just had time to watch it the one time today. And by the end of it, I was just like, huh? Jimmy, what? Jimmy it didn't help. Okay. Watching no. <laughs> I more confused. I was so confused. I think I liked it, but I'm not sure. Like, I... I I feel that this is going to be one of those episodes where, on a rewatch, we're going to be like, oh, that is that, and that is that, and that's about that, and that's about the other thing. But right now, I'm just like, what? I think think the quality of this episode is going to greatly determine on where we end up at the end of the season. Yeah. Because if this 
this could be totally an awesome episode. We're like, oh my god, way back when. Well, not way back when, but you know, oh my god, back then. <laughs> Three episodes the ago. Be like, <laughs> why did they give me the wrong around and like jump on I, top of things? So, yeah. Although I, I did, I think I got one reference, or I could just be overthinking this. But th- there was the episode that was called "Rat Saw God." So was the rat taped to the seat that had the word God written on it? And did it see it? I, that's, that's like, oh, that's how the rat saw it's, God. Its eyes were facing God. <laughs> so, I thought about that. I mean, I didn't think about that specifically, but I was like, why is there God twice in this, you know, in titles this um, episode or this season? It's bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, we start out with Veronica going to the guidance counselor. And she says that she's being haunted by the kids on the bus. And we get a list. So here's our list. Yes, we do. Yes, <laughs> we have we have Servando, the uh, smart PCHer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Bettina, who we find out was, as Veronica puts it, Dick's booty buddy. <laughs> At first, I thought he she said Patina, and I was like, "That is the stupidest name of a person ever." <laughs> I I never picked up. I was calling her Patina in all my notes. <laughs> no, it should have been. It should have been. Oh, Patina with a P. I thought yeah. it was with a P. P. It's a B. Yeah, because Patina means something else. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah. a stupid name for a name. <laughs> and then and then we have uh, Rhonda, who is the one that called her friend from the bus, who we've heard about. Yeah. Um, Marcos was the Ahoy Mateys host. Yeah. Uh, Peter oh was the posted on the um, forums, and he was the one with the outing of all outings. And then Meg and the teacher and the bus driver. Yo, don't y'all feel like this should have happened a little sooner? Yes. Like, I feel like at yes. some point before now, we've gotten the complete list of everybody that was on the bus. Like, should yes. we have had the, had this list at the beginning of the season? You mean? <laughs> Right, but, like in the know, second episode, we could have really tackled that. I, I do feel like I do feel like you know these characters have come up um, in episodes previously, but we've never gotten a nice list like this. Mm-hmm. Well, we've As kind we, of we should have. We've kind of been learning about. I mean, now that I look back on it in hindsight, I didn't really see yeah. it happen, happening this way as we were watching it. But we learned a little bit about each person that was on the bus. You know, we had an right. episode dedicated to them in a one, right. one way, shape or form. But yeah, <laughs> yes. I guess I would have liked it better if they would have reversed it. Like if we would have had this episode way exactly. before and then they could have like built out their stories from there. Like we wouldn't know who they are. And then all that we kind of delve into who, because I mean, this list existed. This list existed from the beginning. You know, it's not like this is brand new news where we figure it out who these people are. We knew about these people. Mm-hmm. The only one that I can't really place if we've heard about them before is Bettina. I feel like we haven't. Like, no, really I think new. it's safe to say that this episode is Bettina's. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is just that, like, we should have, because Veronica, you know, in the beginning of this episode, before you even found out about her, knew that she was, you know, his booty buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like it's brand new news to Veronica, so I feel like we should have known that she was on the bus before now. Mm-hmm. Well, she said that she only just found out about that 
Because didn't we get a flashback didn't she of that? About, the, about the stuff about... Oh, um, that's right, because she was talking to... Right, I always... Because, yeah, this is a weird, wib- timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly kind of thing where... <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they, I, I just watched the special. Um, where it's like, we don't really necessarily... Um, like, because she's talking in flashback almost to the guidance counselor. So almost uh-huh. everything's in a flashback, but then there's a flashback and then there's these weird dream sequences. Oh my God, I'm so confused. <laughs> Everything's a weird color in this episode. I know. <laughs> and those are not flashbacks because they're just dreams. <laughs> they're ghosts. Let's be clear. They're ghosts. <laughs> I feel like we said something about there being ghosts in Veronica Mars and like, look, look, see, we predicted it. Naomi. <laughs> That's right. That's yes. Naomi. Thing. Yes. Lily's yeah, the ghost, ghost of Lily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might have been Meg's ghost, though. She's, <laughs> even as a ghost, They're she's all a bitch. teamed up in the afterlife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of Meg, um, the first flashback that we get is uh, basically Veronica has found out about this guy named Lucky from the emails off of Meg's computer, which she has now read. And Meg's ghost is not too happy about this. Again, Meg is a bitch. Even oh as my a ghost. god! But seriously, Meg's parents were trying to set her up with a janitor at the That's school. Oh my god! Who I have does that? My Why would her parents just because they're she's they're he's a Christian janitor does not mean that like anybody's parents would want to set them up with a janitor? He, Question mark. He's a good Christian boy. Question mark. He also is like a pothead apparently. Yeah. Okay. It's- it's not the fact that he's Christian, okay? It's not the fact that he's a janitor. It's the fact that he's the one who buys the beer for the underage kids, okay? Because, like, th- there are very nice janitors out there. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with setting somebody up with a janitor. That's great. He's got a job. But, like, I mean, she's <laughs> like a high school student, you know? Whose parents are like, yeah, the high school janitor. That's is, like, what I'm saying. Uh-huh. It's well, like, if you fall in love with a janitor, that's totally your own business and more power to you. But, like, parents, especially Meg's parents, do not strike me as the sort that would have been like, hey, let's set her up with this janitor. That's a good thing. Um, no. No, if, if they thought that he was the sort of guy that they could groom to be like them and be in control of their daughter's life. He buys alcohol for... Yes. I don't know everything about this guy. So they're clueless. They have no sense of character. He hangs out with Logan Uckles and Dick Casablancas. (laughs) Like, these people don't have a clue. (laughs) Basically. All right. So uh, Rhonda's friend, Michelle is raising money for a yearbook spread for each of the bus crash kids. And there is another voicemail because apparently Rhonda called Michelle's house first. And this was a bit of a shocking moment. In this voicemail, you hear Dick's voice, but he wasn't on the bus. Misdirect number one Mm. question, you know, like, again, question marks everywhere. This was weird. It was like, okay, they want us to believe that there's some sort of intrigue about, and then they solve it like right then. It's not even that great of a mystery. It was weird, (laughs) right? It was, wasn't it just like confusing when it happened though? It was like, but, but what? (laughs) But Dick wasn't there. It it was Dick's ghost? (laughs) It was was Dick's twin. Richard. <laughs> I, I was kind of like something like Beaver had something to do with this. 
<laughs> uh, you know Beaver has something to do. Yes. Know it. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's like, yeah, we'll get into it, but yeah. Um, all right, Veronica. Should we get a sound effect? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's his phone. We'll record that. Um, Veronica shows Keith the drawing from the back of one of the bus seats, which uh, he then figures out that she also snuck on the bus. We didn't see her go on the bus, did we? No. No. But so. you know what? No. I mean, come on, Keith. You didn't expect your daughter to go on the bus, really? <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't take her with you, she's going to go alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that yeah. was a that was a nice little drawing that really was something that we focused on for a really long time just to find out that it was something stupid. <laughs> yeah, this made me mad. Now, did we this know so this mad. was a Did we know what? Before now, because like I I thought that there was a point where, like back in one of the first couple of episodes where they were talking about the fact that oh and these are the buses that they used for the poor side of town so they haven't been upgraded in forever and they're old junky buses and yeah. that's why it went over the cliff like yeah. I. Well, Am I dreaming that? I think they made a point in saying that right in this episode that this was a new bus. Yeah, but that, that's. Like, I thought they said before that they were old buses, so I... I think what you're remembering is um, Dick's comment in the pilot about why would it smell if it wasn't, you know, like, (laughs) I guess, new or something. He had had this rant in the first episode before it crashed, because he got off, obviously, how it was like, why does it smell, and why are we on here? Oh, maybe. I think that's probably You're just remembering that. Because, yeah, they do say in this episode that it's brand new. Okay. Yeah. Hook, line, and sinker. We buy it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm just trying to give you. I'm not even going to do the hand-waving dance. I'm just going to do the shoulder shrug of, eh, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I think that probably is where it came from, though, was Dick making comments about the bus. That sounds sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Logan tells Veronica about Lucky and that Veronica has seen him before. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. This flashback. Yes. I like this flashback. It was, like, it was a legitimate <laughs> flashback. It like, was. We, we had so funny. <laughs> it's a legitimate flashback from two separate angles because he tells the story twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he likes to get all the angles. Yeah. <laughs> he was remembering from all the angles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he has eyes in the back of his head. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. I do love when she interrupts him and he's like, I'm hoping <laughs> to steal this quote with the like, let me finish. I love yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> like it gets better. Just wait. Well, let's go back into it. <laughs> yeah, that that lucky. He's quite a catch, isn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Meg's parents should be proud. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, then Veronica talks to Dick about Bettina, and he uh, he gave her a ticket package to the stadium that um, the, uh, let's see, I think Peter... I can't remember. That he stole from the gay boy Peter who threw it in the garbage. He threw it in the garbage. He didn't steal it. That's right. right. He didn't steal it. Yeah. The the gay kid threw it in the garbage. 
You know, there are gay people who like sports. I may not be one of them, but I know some. Thank you, Jimmy. Like, all the gay bars have, like, big, like, giant football nights. You know, like, I don't... It's not so crazy. Well, I was... A gay person what was the later scene where he was like, why you'd have to ask yourself, why would I be interested in like sports? And so I got kind of mad at that. But then I remembered the scene and I'm like, okay, so it's obviously the specific guy. But yeah, he doesn't now, like, he, he wasn't here's saying, the thing. go ahead. See, like, and, and I got sort of upset at that. Cause it's like, okay, you're not there to view a sporting event. You were there for a all access tour of the stadium. That's sort of cool. I am not into baseball by any means. I, I, I like to joke the only baseball I ever watched was when Firefly was on the air and I was trying to watch it. Um, but like, <laughs> I would I would go to, to do that. I mean, you're getting to see the stadium by the team's owner. That's awesome. Well, some people might not care. I so obviously this guy didn't care is what I'm, you know. Yeah, right. but I mean, they were making it out that it was strictly a sports thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, it no, I get you. awesome tour. I would want to go on an awesome tour. <laughs> Who would want to go on an awesome tour? tour? A three-hour tour. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't come back, so hey. You could so also true. maybe just get mad at uh, Veronica's subconscious because when yeah. he's talking to her, it's actually what she's thinking. I so know. yeah, well, it's what she's thinking. But what I'm saying is that, like, he's obviously the same guy, maybe that threw away these passes, so... Yeah, I think he is. I just want to but... know, are, the, are these people that she's talking to, well, these these imaginary people that she's talking <laughs> to, like, are we supposed to take this with any bit of, with any, you know, amount of seriousness, or is this just everything that's in her head? Because I feel like it's supposed to be all in her head, but uh, there are points of it where, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to be paying attention, like this is important, I'm like, but it, it's all conjecture. Yeah. I feel like it's all in her head. Like I felt like it was really mm-hmm. like we're figuring out how Veronica's subconscious works in this episode. Which she does figure things out. So Yeah, so I feel it almost like it's almost like Sherlock Holmesy type stuff, like Veronica in his memory. Oh yeah, like, it is. <clears throat> yeah, so like I feel like, you know, yeah, it's how she figures things out, but at the same time like her her subconscious is probably really attuned to stuff. So but we can she- kind of she also accuses people randomly at all times. <laughs> yeah. So she's Veronica. <laughs> Even her subconscious accuses people. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think that really answered your question, Jimmy, but nope. It's there fine. you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. A but, column A, a little from column B. Yeah, yeah exactly. Probably. Um, Bettina's friend says that Bettina wanted dick to get her pregnant so that oh my god he would have to actually like announce that he was with her it's just like the stupidest girl oh. ever <laughs> i have no respect for this woman or for this I, teenage girl i i thought it was a little bit more than that in the fact that it wasn't just that he would have to be you know publicly declare that they they had been together but it was the fact that he would have to pay child support but who would have a child oh, just yeah, to I pay, just pay child support? Money. Uh, lots of people. <laughs> really? Yeah. They're called. Well, your yeah. kid costs a lot. Yeah, they're, but uh, uh, well, I mean, you know, look how much money Kevin Federline's making. 
um, off of Britney Spears. Forty thousand dollars. <laughs> like, Wait, what? But, but does he have full custody of the kids? Not anymore. But he's still he's he's still making lots of money off of Britney Spears. Okay, but if you had to actually take care of this kid and also get you know child support for him, yeah, you get the money for it, but you'd also have to take care of a kid by yourself, like. I don't think that the Casablancas are going to take care of this kid for you. I don't know. It just seemed, I don't know. Maybe you're right, but he I gets, mean, come uh, on. Are we really putting a Kevin Federline as like sorry, I'm, 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 <laughs> something wait, uh, you should ought to do? I'm sorry. I just <laughs> looked it up. So Kevin Federline gets $15,000 per month from Britney Spears. Oh, man, I would totally get knocked up by anybody for $15,000. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, any of, anybody listening. If I, if I could get knocked up, I would totally get knocked up for $15,000. Podcast listeners, you heard it here first. <laughs> that was your baby. Before, but now I'm ready. <laughs> Anyways. All right, so yeah. all of the bus crash... Uh, kids have like identifying t-shirts on I love, <laughs> I love dick I want that t-shirt <laughs> I think I might already have that t-shirt yeah, it, it does say oh, Casablancas I... underneath there oh I don't have that t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> oh and the subconscious and, and the kids board. yeah and the kids in her mind are getting mad at her because of the t-shirts that they're wearing yeah they're judging they're like they're like being affronted at being judged or like grouped or classified uh, the only one that i didn't like was what's his name the the gay boy peters i was like why is he peter his, his he didn't slap. like his either no he, he didn't, didn't like his it. either he was the one who complained about uh-huh. it which i thought was hilarious <laughs> why doesn't he and have i love dick shirt on instead <laughs> I know, yes, exactly. and I just love it in, in, in a future scene that we'll we'll get to. Like, there's this, this totally like '70s disco music playing when she's talking to him at some point. <laughs> oh, I have to I have to ask you guys a question. Did any of you think it was weird that when um in the flashback when um Logan and Veronica were making out that Sia's <laughs> "Breathe Me" was playing, which is like one of the most depressing songs. Yeah, no, it's the saddest song ever. And I'm like, why? And then it was like why are you playing this? It just reminds me of a certain series finale, which, you know, is the saddest thing ever. And I'm like, what is this? It just Same reminds thing, Lika. It, it, I can't hear that song without thinking of that show. Mm-hmm. I don't know what show y'all are talking about, but mm-hmm. I just... We won't tell you. I just remember there was, oh. like, a, a middle school kid who did one of those videos of everybody's picking on me and I can't take it anymore, and it was to that song. And that's what I always think of, which is super depressing. Yeah, completely appropriate in those cases. Not so appropriate when they're making out. Or maybe it is appropriate when they're making out. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like, well, you guys know what happens after this. So we're not going to play a cheery song. We're just going to play a depressing song because, you know, <laughs> it well, went all downhill. I've been here before, like that. some of the lyrics. <laughs> And that was a weird mix of the song, too, just saying. It wasn't quite right, because every time they kept playing it, I was like, is that? No, that's mm-hmm. not that song. Is that that song? Is that that song? <laughs> no, they wouldn't be playing that song right now. <laughs> anyway. Like, let's, for- let's foreshadow here. But yeah, so weird music in this episode. Purposefully or not, it was funny. <laughs> All right, next up, Veronica gets into Stanford. 
Aww. Where's your sad? Where's your sad trombone, Jimmy? Because it was just not even like they're yay, and then all of a sudden, oh, <laughs> like the very next scene. Oh, <laughs> I just there's financial aid. Like she could just go to school on financial aid, like every other person in America. Well, like I mean, there's no reason she needs that scholarship, really. Well, I mean, it depends. Uh, I mean, there is financial aid for sure, but even with financial aid, um, you know, she could have to take out a significant amount of loans. And what are know, the other scholarships mean, that she could apply for, probably. rather than yeah. just the cane one? Yeah. Like she's a smart girl. Like there are national, you know, there's there's things to be done. But obviously, I mean, next semester or next year, we have to have Veronica go, have a reason to go to the community college. College, exactly. <laughs> with, so this with, is the reason. With dimples. <laughs> yes. With <laughs> dimples. <laughs> I mean, Troy Vandergrift, not, in case anybody didn't remember who Dimples were. Oh, yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know who you were talking about. Give us some but, credit. I mean, there is like, if she is, if Veronica Mars really is as smart as we think that she is, she would have been out there getting like 50,000 different little scholarships and loans. Like, you know, oh, yeah. here, you know, I did this, and you give me a scholarship for $500 for every year that I'm in school. Okay, great, well, and I'm going to get another Mars, one. Veronica and, Mars would probably steal, in, you know, money from somebody because she's not above that. She would figure out a way. I'm sure she could get knocked up by Kevin Federline and get $15,000. Exactly. <laughs> or she would, she would invent a baby. She would invent a baby because she doesn't really have to have a real baby. Because she's Veronica Mars. She can, like, fabricate a baby and make everyone think it's her baby. She could use you know? that the baby think it over that she would use for class. Exactly. Like, like you know, everyone would believe that's Duncan's baby. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> It was about as real as Duncan's baby could be. Speaking of, we've only got three episodes left to get Duncan back. Donut. His name is Donut. We are not getting do- Donut back. There will be no more Donuts. Why, Jimmy? Why? <laughs> why? Because well, he's feel- evil, Simone. Well, you know, the, he baby- wants- the baby's going to turn out to be lions. <laughs> and they're going to have to go get him. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wow. Wait, what? Seriously, my computer went all staticky when you said the baby is... Lucky's. Oh, okay. Oh, Lucky. Lucky. That is a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) He was a... Yeah, exactly. Uh He was a sperm donor. Okay, so... uh, Next, we talked about it a little bit, but... um, Angie, is that her name? Angie? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, is now ahead of Veronica in the race for the Kane Scholarship. And we haven't seen her before, is this correct? I have all this in the um in, in my other so. plot. Yeah, I think it's just that that's there because it was right after Veronica got into Stanford. Uh, okay. I but think it, the rest of it is in the Wallace and Logan. I think. But we haven't seen her before, right? No, I don't think so. She didn't look familiar to me, but <laughs> but she's a <laughs> brunette, so I feel like I would have remembered her. You know what? Yeah. This this plot is actually like in all three plots because Keith is actually yeah. working on this case that has something to do with it, and Logan and Wallace. I mean, it's <laughs> That's like why I only ah! have plots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put it in here and get it done with because it's right. boring. I, okay, <laughs> that's really all I have to say right there. So, um. 
Rhonda and her sister, I think Wallace tells Veronica this, were PWT. Yes. <laughs> it just reminds me of PYT, but it's completely well, the wrong way. Well, I mean, that's th- that they made that reference. Yeah, that's true. I forgot that. That's not one of my quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Rhonda's got a sister. Yeah, and Rhonda's sister is not poor anymore. Hey, that Rhonda. Yeah, nice car. Yes. <laughs> so, Keith runs the financial Her name record. is Natalie, by the way. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I knew they said it. I just didn't write <laughs> it down. We don't really need to remember. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. we do, because... <laughs> Because she has something to do with uh, what Mr. Goodman or Gutenberg. What? Uh, yeah. Anyways. Are we there yet? Maybe not. No, I don't think so. Not quite. No. Okay. We okay. said Keith runs the financials, so. Yeah. Yes. Keith runs the financials, and um, okay, yeah, we are there because yep. Rhonda's family won a two million dollar lawsuit against Woody Goodman because Rhonda's mother found a finger in her. So, something burger ribwich ribwich and i and i really don't think that's the reason why she won the the lawsuit <laughs> i'm just putting it out there i think there's something else going on here I, i'm the sure fact that, that it happened to be national news <laughs> woman finds <laughs> finger in ribwich <laughs> mayor gutenberg <laughs> cause of the trouble <laughs> Mayor Wait, Gutenberg was obviously grinding bitches up and putting them in their rib witches. Seriously. No, I'm telling you that that's, that's, that's what I'm suspecting. I'm suspecting that um, it has something to do with him being an evil mofo for some nefarious purpose. I don't know. Okay, I, I, I wasn't a production of Sweeney Todd, and I am just so oh, ready no. to burst into song right now. You don't even know. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> We should do a singing podcast, and I will be the willow. But it <laughs> wouldn't come. Yeah, I'm not she sure. Would, she would not show up for that one. That's what I mean. I'll be the willow. I would not show up. <laughs> well, she I would, would be quiet. would have to sing a little bit. I, I, would, <laughs> I would speak my words and look meaningfully at people. But <laughs> um, And then, yeah, Yvette wouldn't be on because she just wouldn't want to hear it. Right. She just wouldn't <laughs> hear it at all. Yeah. That one out. Um, okay, so Peter had a crush on Mr. Wu and we all through this whole thing and Peter decides or Peter tells Veronica in the dream that the question is why was he on the bus in the first place this is where the weird 70s music was playing and I'm like really okay. like it's so it's, stereotypically it's not 70s music it's not 70s music okay what is it punk is it da- punk is it, it da- was released in like Oh, two, I think. And it so was. It is a little bit old, but it's not seventies. Okay, but I don't know if it's. Then uh, it may not be the scene. I was going for porn music, so. Okay, then it was the. <laughs> yeah, like I just feel like it's so stereotypical of a scene like this. Was that Simone? Was that Simone? I said the disco lights didn't exactly help with the not seventies aspect. Right. Like it was one more time. One more Wait, is that what that was? Yes. No, really? <laughs> I have to go back and watch that, yeah, that Now again. I have to go back. Okay, then maybe, maybe I'm thinking of another disco scene. I don't know. Well, all I know is that the reason that he went to um, to the stadium was because the outing that he was going to make was not Mr. Wu, but it was Mayor Gutenberg. 
He's totally had a fling going on with Mr. Gutenberg. Oh, this guy did? Yeah, Peter. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. I I like that. I believe that. Yeah, because we saw the way Mayor Woody was coming on to Logan. Toby or the Mrs. Lovett. Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) My mind in randomness. Never mind. Well, I mean, I'm definitely going since of the way that, that, that Mayor Gutenberg came on to Logan. Yeah, that's what I was gonna, I was barfing about in my mouth right now. It took me back. Awful. Anyways. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, next is Servando had a run-in with Beaver because Dick had ruined his jeans. There's so much wrong with that it's statement. Foolish. I know. It's just so wrong. Oh my god. He had a run in with Beaver because Dick ruined his jeans. <laughs> I have no other way to phrase that. I swear Rob Thomas has like the sickest sense of humor. <laughs> oh, I think so too. And it was like a white stain, right? Because it was like bleach? I mean, bleach, are they like yeah. hitting us over the head with that or something? Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. Um, Savannah was talking about hustling the Fitzpatrick out, the Fitzpatrick's out of those jeans, which I found hilarious because it goes back to the PCHs being well, I thought, in a I thought situation that, with Fitzpatrick. I actually thought that was kind of funny because uh, where hold on where's my notes um i was like why is he wearing a fitz i mean i understand that he stole from the fitzpatrick's but i was also wondering if maybe he was in league with the fitzpatrick's and that's how he got the jeans from the fitzpatrick's because you know there's this whole who's in league with the fitzpatrick's kind of thing he got the jeans from the fitzpatrick's (laughs) he he got the money I just had this weird like he's just like hey here's some jeans here you go they're in your size <laughs> well I had it more like he beat him up and stole his jeans because they were expensive oh my god can you imagine him <laughs> pantsing him and like pulling off his jeans right after that and like I'm taking your jeans bitch <laughs> He says something about proving to them that he could, I don't know, he proved to them that he could, like, be in their leagues or something, and it led to getting the jeans, which, by the way, did not fit him, because he had, like, a belt and a huge chunk of his jeans popped out at the front near his belly button. That 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 is a style. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. It's not one that I ever found attractive, but it is a style. <laughs> it is a style. <laughs> I mean, I definitely wore pants. Because underwear, like all the boys have their jeans. I mean, definitely in the early 2000s, I wore all of my clothes very, very large. Not like... <laughs> not oh, you silly boys. <laughs> I mean, I definitely needed a belt to hold my pants up. Okay, I, I just... I have to interrupt this this talk with just um, a comment. Um, that's that scene with um, the gay guy and Veronica. Um, it was one more time. Uh, did you go look? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I had to listen to the scene again, so I put you guys on mute real quick. As I <laughs> My curiosity had to be satiated. So yes, you you were right, Naomi, and I had to 
Yeah. Okay. So there <laughs> you go. call Naomi. Good job. All right. Very good. Yes. Anyways, carry on. All Pants. right. Yes. All right. So I can't remember who uh, who actually tells Veronica this or like puts this in her mind, but someone would have. Oh, I think it was Servando. Still, someone would have needed to know when the bus was approaching the cliff in order to have it go over. How did we get? Yeah, I like his diagram. Yeah, that was Savanna. Because because they jumped to Weevil with that, right? Savanna yeah. uh, did. Yeah, yeah I want to say red herring <laughs> question. You know, oh, like yeah. like why There's even no bring way. that up? Come on now, like he's not part of this, but it was watch, Gia. I'll be wrong anyway. We all but, know no, it was the, Gia. Yeah, so here's the thing: Veronica and Weevil were both at the gas station when the bus left. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and Weevil left for like a minute, but then came back. So I really don't think he had enough time to like zip ahead of the bus. But they were on wave she, somebody to blow it up and then zip back. She was on his motorcycle when they yeah, pulled up to the bus. Exactly. Right? When the bus went over, she would have been on his motorcycle. So so this actually absolves him because could he have planted it way before? Yeah, but in, according to this, if they had to know exactly when and, like, figured all that out, then he would have had to have been more... Well, and from what we have before, there was a phone call attached to the bomb. Right. Mm-hmm. This is why this annoyed me, because I'm like, really? Like, I'm not going to believe it's Weevil. And if and if, it, if Weevil's really in, you know, I will eat something really terrible. I just... I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm a grasshopper. You have to eat a grasshopper. I will eat a grasshopper. It could be <laughs> chocolate-covered. Yes, okay. A chocolate oh, no, covered grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, point is is that I, I it, it just can't be I just I just got annoyed at this because it feels like a few times in this episode where I mean who knows? Like at the end of the season I might be looking back on this and being like, Oh my god, all this stuff, you know, layered in. But like a lot of this I'm like, even in the same episode, it kind of just dis- discounted itself. So it was like, uh maybe no. I mean, uh, no. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Now that, but I enjoy this episode. Now that I'm looking back on it, this this particular moment especially is aggravating because, yeah, <clears throat> you know, they were trying to point it at Weevil, and I'm like, how did they get there? How did they get there? And there was really no logic to it because she was on the bike, so subconsciously she knows that she she was with him. Exactly. It was so, it was Gia. Well, so you know, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that like it wasn't Weevil at all, but like in somehow. And I guess this is what we'll have to figure out, you know, as the season goes on, like somehow there's a motivation for, you know, Weevil to be involved in it, not personally, but like maybe he was a motive or, you know, I don't know, just something stupid like that. That's the only way I'd forgive it. I refuse to believe Weevil had anything to do with Mm, it. Not to do with it. No, no way. But maybe, maybe somebody was targeting him or something stupid like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But Veronica Veronica does have just these things in her mind about things that Weevil has done like with Curly she doesn't know if Weevil actually killed him like those kind of things so that's probably playing on her subconscious just a little bit she's delirious she hasn't slept in forever whatever blah 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 hand wave (laughs) they didn't realize it was um Thumper right until after someone had died on the bus crash so it's possible that Weevil was maybe targeting Servando on the bus. 
You're lucky I can't reach your mouth with soap. (laughs) (laughs) Uncomfortable silence. And it would tear me apart if he was responsible. But I was going to say there is a whole limousine full of suspects, if you ask me. They were behind the bus. No, it was Gia. Gia was ahead of the bus. Was she? Jimmy. No, she was in the limousine with Gia. She was in limo. Oh, she, she was, was in the in limousine. limousine with- God. Yeah, yeah. She's the one who's like, they all burned her. Like, as soon as Veronica came up, like, yeah. she was in behind them. So they well, came yeah, up I knew her. that. But I, I, I but, like, whatever. It's still Gia. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, listen. Count your theory that it's her because she's technically, I mean, if you want to get right down to it, she's in the same sort of position that Weevil took on the road because she took it in the limousine. So it's possible. It, she is responsible. It, listen, she had access to the hangar because it's her dad's hangar. She uh, absolutely she, there. So therefore, she had access to the C four because you know all of those bitches be blowing up the, you know, <laughs> the, the stadium. And and she's just crazy. Every time she's on my screen and she's talking to somebody, she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with you because she's just yeah the oddest, most uncomfortable, strange, awkward count. She's awkward. She's the most yeah, awkward the character. The only, the only more awkward person on this show is the is the dog girl. Oh my god, don't even <laughs> I don't want to remember her. But Poor you're Mandy. right. You're absolutely right. But at least they realized with Mandy, like how awkward she was, and they just made her really exceptionally more awkward. They have to do something with Gia. Like, I just don't get the point of her. So I want her to be guilty. But you know what? She's Gutenberg's daughter. So maybe she's just crazy because of that. Okay. Um, right. last, last piece of the A plot. Um, Veronica figures out that the artwork was an album cover and means nothing. Uh, <laughs> and at the very end, we get a... Another question, um, was the bus crash actually meant for the Casablancas? Yes. Because... Oh, yeah, which I really hope that it was because otherwise that'd be super frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of the Casablancas. I think that Dick wanted it or B wanted to kill his brother. That's, but, that still plays a part of what I but it's But it's Big Dick. It, B- Big Dick's the one who took out the insurance policies. But if if um mm. if uh, beef if beef kills both dicks, <laughs> <laughs> then he in some way or you know and works it out with Kendall. He in some way may inherit. The, I, I we need to find out more about that policy. Put it that way. And, well, the, the the thing that I'm wondering is like, um, <laughs> I actually have a question mark. Thing, one of the many things I have a question mark next to Kendall. Like, this now yeah. all of a sudden changes. If she knew about this insurance policy, like, this could change so much of her motivation because now not only is she, like, trying to kill Beaver to take over the company that she's the figurehead of, but, like, she gets the insurance money as well, and then she doesn't have to deal smart. with them anymore. And Yeah, I think that she's she can probably... I don't think she's part of the bus question because like, she doesn't seem smart enough but maybe i'm not giving her enough credit but like you're definitely not th- getting her giving her enough credit because she's the smartest woman on this show obviously <laughs> well one of them is a dickinator <laughs> <laughs> 
she and Bieber were the Dickinators. <laughs> I don't know. They. I, I just feel like this show has turned very anti-dick all of a sudden, and I'm very sad about it. <laughs> Which is so funny, because remember on the very first episode of this season when he showed up in the credits, and we were like, Dick's in the credits! You know? <laughs> <laughs> and Beaver! <laughs> uh, I, I'm still like that. I'm sorry. I'm like, why? Just I agree. Here. I kind of like Dick in my credits. But you don't like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. <laughs> that I could see me saying what I was going to say and you all taking it a different way, so I'm not going to say it. Um, Aww. Say it. Say it. Say it. I was going to say, but you don't like Dick's hair. <laughs> <laughs> see? I know. Um. <laughs> that it was Marcos that um, drew the picture on the back of the seat, right? Yeah, because um, in another flashback, he's like, are oh. I an artist or whatever? Like, he talks about being an artist. Okay, so... He draws that term. Yeah. That's, that's why... was. Yeah, and, and that's okay. why um, that, that's why that whole thing came up when he said, I am God, because he was the artist, right? So... Okay. And was the song playing on well, Neptune Pirate Radio? Yeah. The Neptune Pirate Radio, like, it kept on playing. Like, she kept on listening to Ahoy, mateys. It's like they had a sound clip that they just kept on playing of the Ahoy, mateys. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'd go batty if I listened to that thing too long. But she seemed to have it on repeat. It was interesting. Well, I think she was, like, listening to all of their episodes. So, like, marathoning a podcast and... uh, that's true. Everything on podcast will be the same thing. I uh, yeah, and I think that's why she was going crazy. Um, <laughs> but I do think that um, gosh, can you imagine if someone marathoned our podcast? Oh my god, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I, I, uh, I thought it was interesting because there is a part where she's listening to it, and they and he mentions on the air Logan Eccles, and then it bumps into a scene of Logan Eccles. Well, but that which was... will take us to our B plot. <laughs> but that 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 Logan Eccles um, uh, comment is the same comment that we had from Logan Eccles from when we had the episode about the Ahoy Mateys, which uh, was you know yeah. Logan Eccles you know for fifty seventh week in a row is our you know douchebag of the week or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing was nothing seemed new except for maybe that song "I Am God." But like you know everything that he was saying, it's like they didn't want to pay the actor more, so they just kind of looped the stuff that they did. <laughs> Could be. All right. So in the B plot, uh, Wallace and Logan are partnered together in the egg drop assignment. I was kind of excited that they um, that they had a scene together because I like my first note here was like, oh my god, when have we seen them in the same episode together? I mean, like in an episode together, you know? Mm -hmm. And they actually pointed out because Wallace says, like, when was last time you talked to me? Have they ever, I, I know we ask this question probably every time, but have they ever had scenes together? <clears throat> what Wallace said was last time. Not one-on-one. Yeah, was last time you, I think, spoke to me was when you were bashing in Veronica's headlights. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Pilot That's the pilot. Wow. That was the pilot. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Crazy. So yeah, they actually do specifically like point out and tell us, no, these two have never really interacted. Well, that's and... cool that they finally get their chance to play together. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hope that neither one of them is going to die, because usually when <laughs> characters have scenes together... Anyway, okay, sorry. I'm bringing my baggage into this. <laughs> Let's move along. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, um, Wallace doesn't really like Logan much. <laughs> Go fit. Uh, gee. I wonder why. Because he's such a good friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Wallace and Logan get a passing grade on the egg drop assignment so like they do the first drop and they do good enough that they're gonna like pass the assignment and then what so how did we get to the point where they are going above and beyond how did that <laughs> they, they get a pass and then they then um they're entered to win or they're entered to you know win the the final like passing the final whoever um makes it to the finals will not have to take the final yeah, yeah, but they weren't going to do that until they found out that that's Angie. Veronica. The other girl, yes, Angie, yeah. who is Dick's partner, and Dick did nothing to help on the project, and it's hilarious how <laughs> Mr. Wu figures that out. <laughs> I love Mr. Wu. He stands up to Dick a lot in this episode. He's and even a... Angie, he's like, really? Your parents said something that was more important than my class? <laughs> I know. I, I like the way that he's not... He's not a kiss ass to all the rich kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, somewhere in here, uh, maybe Veronica tells Wallace about, I think it's off screen as far as we know. Um, but that it seems like there's a conversation when Angie comes in and says she got into Stanford. Yes. There is something there that maybe they figure it out. And Wallace wants to keep working on the project and Logan says he'll help. Because they want... I love when my get together and stick up for Veronica. Yeah. <laughs> they want... This. Sorry, Jimmy. That's okay. No, the, so the two of them are trying, are working together to make sure that Angie doesn't get the um, get the scholarship. Is that what they're trying to do? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, trying to make her have to take the final, so maybe that would make her grade go down a little or something. I right, think that's right. the point. Okay. Um, and so they keep working. Uh, Logan gives Wallace an espresso limit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this done! Let's do it! <laughs> yeah. He was kind of bouncy, so yeah, I'm glad that they addressed that. <laughs> And then Wallace turns on the TV to the Tinseltown Diaries repeat. Which I don't... Okay, so I have... Y'all, I think that that, um, that something's coming up with... I mean, I mean, maybe it's really obvious with, like, Aaron Eccles. Like, the fact that they keep on bringing this Tinseltown thing over and over again. Like, I don't know. Like, but we're running out of episodes this season. So I'm like, what is he going to do? Like, come back, like, in the finale and, like stab people like i don't know like is he gonna go on a spree like i don't i don't know why they keep on bringing him back like there was no reason for him to be in this episode well i mean we still have the um the trial the trial still hasn't happened yet yeah 
He's still. Yeah, but I think that there's something going to be like there's something with that, you know, like there's something. The trial might be what they're leading up to, but there's so many other things that they have to do this season. So I just am so confused. And yes, Yvette, to answer your question, I think that um, there's st- the trial has to happen at some point. I assumed it would all be like off screen and we would just like hear about it. Yeah, I'm not real sure we're going to see it, but I mean, the trial has to happen. I mean, we're going to find out if Aaron Eccles gets convicted or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And I'm I'm uh, I'm guessing that he's probably not going to get convicted. <laughs> so he's not going to have a house to live in. So you know, we'll see. Maybe he's going to live with Logan and and because everyone <laughs> everyone just moves into the Neptune Grand. <laughs> oh my God, I swear there's so much action going on in that hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Wallace and Logan, they fail the higher drop. It was so close. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily scrambled. That was rude of Mr. Wu. It just leaked a little. Yeah, it just leaked <laughs> a little. Come on now. Yeah. And then uh, Veronica's given Logan crap and Wallace sticks up for him. Which was so weird. <laughs> like, even though we, I knew it, it was, was coming. So yeah, I, even though I knew it was coming because of, like, you know, you could tell that he was softening towards him. And then, obviously, like, they're, all their bonding in this episode, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it just felt weird to come out of his mouth. <laughs> like, maybe you need to cut him a break. I was like, really? <laughs> um, I literally have Wallace defends Logan. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that you typed that? I can. <laughs> and I said it out loud, too. <laughs> All right, C-plot. Keith shows up at the school, and Veronica's like, were you at school? (laughs) (laughs) And then um, we find out that Keith is working a case for Principal Clemens, and he finds Veronica hidden in the closet. (laughs) Best scene ever. Like, I, I don't think... I don't know what's coming up for the rest of the season or season three. This was the best scene of the whole series and the movie ever. I'm just saying that now and you all can make fun of me later on, but yeah, there we go. I'm, I'm, that, that interaction. It's, it's one of my favorite scenes too. I'm still going with chest fuzz. Just saying. <laughs> Sticking with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we like Keith is, role is just so random and weird until you figure out what the heck is going on because yeah. he's like meeting all yeah, these random like women dating. yeah well that's I, I originally titled the c-plot keith speed dating <laughs> yeah but y'all how did he know that that lady would be at that speed dating like do you think he'd been trailing her and was just trying to figure out a way to meet her well, he, no he was only dating oh. Um, like medical or people who worked in office manager positions or something. Yeah. Specifically okay. looking for the right person. How he knew she was single, I'm not sure. I was just kind of confused by this whole plot. I always thought that... Well, like, uh, Clemens knew who the doctor was because they were, all the kids were coming in through the same doctor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, getting close to the doctor's assistant would get closer to the records. 
Well, yeah, he, he obviously put a bug in there or something because he got a, a recording of the conversation. Oh, no. He, I, I guess he must have sent Veronica in with a bug. Yeah. No. He, he, he had Veronica. No, he asked the lady. He asked the assistant at their like little speed dating thing. And she said that she could get Veronica this diagnosis. So he was bugged. Right. right. Veronica yeah, never actually confusing. Yeah, Veronica never actually went into the office. Oh she, oh, okay. Yeah, it was just a conversation that he had with her. Gotcha, gotcha. But I'm not sure how he met her. Like how he was meeting these women. I always thought oh, that it was he was some it was sort a of, website. Okay. But yeah, it's it is weird. I don't know like how he was choosing specifically who to meet with and yeah, I don't know. If he's on a dating website, then her job would be in there because that's usually one of the questions they ask. Yeah, so, so maybe he was just, just meeting with all the doctor assistants around Neptune or something. Maybe. I don't know. It it is strange, guys. It doesn't actually. <laughs> it's very tacked on. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. So all of these girls are getting, or all of these students, I guess, it doesn't say it's specifically girls, um, getting generalized anxiety disorder diagnoses, <laughs> and they pay $1,000 for the diagnosis, and um, it gets kids out of deadlines. Mm-hmm. Can, does that work for work? <laughs> <laughs> you can try and let us know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see how it helps. Eventually, they have to take the test or do the project or whatever. So, <laughs> but if instead of having three projects due on the same day, yeah, if you can say, oh, you know, generalized anxiety, and you get to push back two of them to some other day, then you get more time to focus on each one individually, thereby getting a better grade. Mm-hmm. So yes, Angie had this diagnosis, and now she has to take test when she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I'm curious why she needs time to take a test because didn't Veronica make it sound like the original test to get her 5.A was taken by someone they paid to take it for? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They, they paid for the class. She did a study abroad or uh, yeah, at sea. a semester oh, at okay. sea, that's it. And so they basically paid for an extra credit by it being this thing that not anyone could do. Yeah, only rich people could afford to send their kid Mm -hmm. to do that. And that's why she got the extra extra credit. I don't like Angie. I'm just putting it out there. No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for quotes? Yes. Yep. Ooh, can I just bring up one, one thing? Yes. How long has it been since we've seen Miss James? While. Yeah, like last yeah. season, I think. <laughs> yeah, Every time I get to this point, I'm always like, wait a second, we haven't seen her in like a season? Why is she back? Yeah, I feel like the last time we saw I'm her, she was doing like, these weird, like, unethical tests or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's <laughs> right, where she was like bringing all the students in and asking them asking them about Lily Kane's murder. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh. Is I that really that's the last time you saw her? I'm not sure. That's funny. I hope she's in the movie. <laughs> she'll, have, she'll have published a thesis book something on her unethical <laughs> alright quotes alright Simone you're first oh alright I've got a lot of these um, my first one is Veronica and this is when she's in there at the start with Miss James these are the jokes Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, I'll go next because I only have one. Good. Just because you wiggle your finger doesn't mean dick's going to come. <laughs> Love that. I, I, I was like, okay, so I have, because I have, this is Keith. Did you watch House of Wax again? You know the Hilton girl gives you nightmares. <laughs> I, I that love one. that callback. <laughs> Two. This is not the first time we've made fun of Paris Hilton since she's been on the show either, which is really <laughs> not we, but they. Hey. Um, I'm going to go with Mr. Roo. Mr. Roo, really? Mr. Woo. <laughs> uh, Veronica, I think when you get out into the real world a little more, you'll discover that not all well-dressed, articulate, detail-oriented men are gay. Many of them are just Asian. <laughs> that was great. I love that. <laughs> And I'm going to say mine because I only have one left because my Paris Hilton one was taken. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, let's see. It's, oh, didn't I email you? You're never allowed to die. <laughs> Veronica to Wallace. Okay. Um, I got one. God, I don't know how I'm going to quit you. Shh. It's not me. It's Woo. <laughs> what? That's just the one. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I, I remembered that. one. I remembered one. So this is, and it's okay. This is Logan being Logan. This is, and I don't. Have you met my buffer? <laughs> okay. Those last two were ones that I wrote down. <laughs> I'm gonna go with um, uh, uh, Bettina's friend. I don't didn't really catch her name. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. It's all right. <laughs> Dick Casablancas is the bastard child of Satan. <laughs> yeah, Veronica's after that. I forget what it was, but I remember it because I almost wrote it down. Fair enough. That, that explains so so much or something. Yeah. I have two more parts if you want more. I have another one. Uh, Veronica, remind me, why do we rank up? Logan, well, you thought the other guy had greener grass. <laughs> or something, or was it something about me being too much man? No, wait, it was you. You were too much man. <laughs> nice. Naomi, you got you. You want to do that? Okay, I've, I've got the one that everyone shared with me. Yay, thank you, so, Veronica. I'm a little punchy. I haven't been sleeping. <laughs> I love that word, punchy. Yeah, me too. Simone, do you want to do another I've got one? Another one. Okay. Another one. There's a non-stop nightmare on the street. <laughs> I've got one last one. Okay. Wallace, the lowest point of the ebb is the turn of the tide. <laughs> it's not funny. But... I have another one. <laughs> when, 
when was that? That was when they were, they uh, when when Veronica was, you know, saying how, you know, she was saying how down she was, and he was giving her advice to bring her back uh, up. Yes, it sounds like one of Logan's inspirational messages I, of the day. It does, but it came out of Wallace. Well, he has been hanging out with him. Yes, that's true. <laughs> exactly. All right, I'm done. With I have one last Veronica one. Okay, <laughs> and then I'm done. Um, you can take the girl out of the trash, but you can't take the trash out of the girl. Referring to Rhonda's sister Natalie. Very good. <laughs> yes. And her little hoochie t-shirt and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's time for feedback. All right. So Marie says, "Did you watch House of Wax again? You know that Hilton girl gives you nightmares. I love how self-aware this show can be." <laughs> Ah, sleep-deprived V can't hide her feelings, and clearly Logan is still hung up on her given the vivid flashback. It gives love shippers hope. This episode has the first Wallace-Logan scenes. So sweet that they team up to help V earn the scholarship without saying a word about it. But then Wallace needs to check Logan's intentions. I just love the nonverbal communication in the second hotel room scene with them. And wow, does that sound like totally, like something totally different. <laughs> was going on anyone else think it's weird that dick knows veronica got into stanford that is a little weird or that he cares enough to comment on it love the v in the closet scene v is good but keith's reaction is priceless <laughs> so good um beth says at this point veronica is so immer immersed in the bus crash mystery that she's having eerie dreams about it subconsciously piecing together the clues she's gathered all season i enjoyed seeing so many recurring characters objects uh, I enjoyed seeing so many recurring characters, objects, and backstories, such as the radio show Circle Circle Back Around. The dream with Veronica and Meg on the bus was so freaky. The fish swimming by the window and Meg's baby on board t-shirt were nice touches. I did love the fish. Um, <laughs> ha! Keith got in, got in another Paris Hilton jab. <laughs> we, we got some more classic father-daughter scenes to add to the collection between the funny closet moment and the joyous college acceptance letter. Being that we're 40 episodes into the series, I should have known that the next scene would negate would negate the happiness. This is from Ray. My two favorite things about this episode are Veronica's reaction to getting into Stanford. Kristen Bell just nails that moment. And the other is the Wallace Logan storyline. I never really noticed that those two hadn't um, had many scenes together until this one. But it's cool to get a new dynamic between the two fa fan faves this far into the run of the show. One guest start note. Angie is playing Kayla Ewell, who who has been in Vampire Diaries, the OC, Bold and Beautiful, and for one I remember her most um, most is Maureen in Freaks and Geeks. Who was she in Vampire Diaries? I don't oh, know. Uh, can I not look? Can I look? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Um. Oh. Oh, she's um. I know exactly who she is just by that picture, but now I can't think of what her name is. Uh, Vicky. She was Vicky Donovan. Oh, oh wow. She's different. And I just saw her on Freaks and Geeks because I just barely watched that episode with McKinley cast. And I see no resemblance whatsoever. <laughs> Next is from Kayla. I love the Logan Veronica scenes in this whole episode. It does give me hope for them. They play off each other so well that I just can't help it. Logan is so great during the, the flashback scene. He just loves messing with her. You can tell he's still into her. Aw, Dick, it's not me, it's Woo. Man, I love it. Actually, I've come to realize I love all things Dick. These reactions <laughs> to getting into Stanford is amazing. 
I'm always so happy for her and filled with pride. It just sucks that her moment was short-lived. I don't even understand why the rich girl is up for a scholarship. She clearly doesn't need it. It just seems like a way to stick it to the poor kids. It was always my understanding that a scholarship was to help the people who couldn't afford to go to college. Wallace coming to Logan's defense. So great. Solve the problem or sleep. I think I would have chosen sleep. <laughs> Best quote, just because you wiggle your finger, finger doesn't mean Dick's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm, I'm Every time I hear that quote. That. I know. Every time I hear that quote, I'm like, oh, my God, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And scholarships are, are whoever scholarships are for. I mean, like, if you fit the the requirements for the scholarship and you have the right grades, then you're, you know, the right whatever. Well, there, are, there are some scholarships that you, you know, your parents have to, like, there are uh-huh. merit-based ones and then there are ones that are financial, like, exactly. based, whatever. But obviously the Canes didn't think ahead. They were like, it's just merit-based. Yeah, so. well, and there uh-huh. are ones that are, like, minority-based or, you know, like, things like that. If you're in exactly. a specific college, if you're in a... Um, like specific school of college, you know. The Canes didn't think about this very hard. No. Stupid. <laughs> well, they are rich people, so they would obviously not <laughs> care if the rich kids get the scholarship. Um, all right. So Lori says, to me, this seemed a very packed episode with a lot going on, but still not sure what will end up being important. Some interesting points I noticed. Liked Meg calling out V for reading her emails. <laughs> there is a good quote in there. I don't think we got that one. Um, who the heck is Lucky and why are we talking about him other than for the great Logan <laughs> flashback storytelling? That's something we didn't talk about. Like, I mean, well, we talked about Lucky, but, um, well, okay, never mind. I'll bring it up in a second. Go ahead. Okay. Love the multiple t-shirt props and super creepy feel to all the dream sequences. Keep dating. The medical office manager, general anxiety disorder stories seem shoehorned in and a bit rushed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Loved that the Wallace and Logan egg drop project still helped V win over Bitka Girl as she had to stay up finishing her egg project and did not study for the English test. Overall, quite a good episode. I can agree with that with that statement. I I do too. All right. Who crashed the bus? Gia. (laughs) How did I know you were gonna go with that, (laughs) Jim? So here's the weird thing is I feel like this episode was so focused on the bus crash, but at the end of it, I still stick with my, like, there's no information in this that convinced me otherwise. So I still stick with mine too. Like, I still think it was, oh, who do I think? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say it was Aaron Eccles for some reason. <laughs> Sticking with my season one theory. I know. I'm going to stick by that one because that one worked out so well for me. Um, Can you imagine if Aaron Eccles was like responsible for everything all the time? Um, I'm going to stick with 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 Beeb. Yeah, I've never said anyone but Beeb, and I never will. It was Beeb. Don't know how. Don't know why. Don't care. It was Beeb. All right, Naomi. Is, is it that, like I don't even care? I don't care who crashed the bus. I just want it to be done with. Like I wanted to know who killed Lily. Like at this point, I don't even care who crashed the bus. You don't I care really don't. about Peter and Marcos and Servando. Oh 
you. And PWT? Whatever. And, and what, what was the girl's name? It wasn't Bianca, but it was Bettina. Bettina. Ronda. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, poor Miss Dumas, who was uh, having an affair with. I mean, like, I, so I, I, I know you can't answer this, I, or maybe you can, I don't know. Um, but I just like, is there any other veterans out there who don't care about the bus storyline? Is this a huge setup? I don't care. Well, I think we'll take I, a guess anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, the, Kendall. Kendall was going for insurance money. Oh my god! I had at first I was like, who? <laughs> Cordelia <laughs> Chase. In, yeah, in your in your head it's Cordelia. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do ratings. Okay, I'm gonna go first because I think that'll probably upset people. But like this, probably be watching it. It'll be like, oh yeah, there's that and that and that. But I. I was so confused and like there wasn't there was sort of the case of the week but then it wasn't and like nothing really got there was nothing to be solved except the fact that Veronica wasn't sleeping and I, I gave it three sunken disco buses wow <laughs> <laughs> alright I'll go next uh, I kind of wish that this episode would have happened sooner I feel like we already gone over that though. Like I would have really liked it if it would have set up like, and then we would have gone into who everybody was. It didn't do that, but you know what? I liked it a lot. I liked that it was really weird and surreal. Uh, I liked this glimpse into sort of Veronica's like investigative process. And I just thought it was really stylish and I had a good time watching it. I'm going to give it eight and a half out of 10 dropped eggs. Okay, I actually have to follow up with that because I don't know why I like this, but that what you said makes a lot of sense to me. Like, I like the way it was filmed. I like that it was really weird um, and that there was, like, you know, not only flashbacks, but there was also, like, dream sequences and strangeness going on. Like, and I don't know, it did keep my attention, even though it made me mad because it just seemed, I mean, like, at the end of it, I'm like, oh, God little bit of a waste of time but at the same time it was it entertained me the whole time I'm watching I'm like oh yeah this is cool um so I'm gonna give it eight out of ten dickless babies (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah uh it's funny because I just feel like I'm gonna have to fall in line here everything that that um, everybody except Naomi said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can fall in line with me, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, I I thought that while I, I I got left feeling with a lot of huh at the end of this episode, um, I was thoroughly entertained by it. Um, and I still will go back and watch it again one of these days, and hopefully maybe I'll, it'll make more sense to me. But I want to go back at the end of the season. And yeah, see. yeah. After 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 we know what you know the outcome of the of the bus crash that none of us care about. Um, you know, once we find out the outcome, maybe this episode will make a little more sense. But um, I'm gonna give it um, seven and a half out of ten finger licking good rib witches. <laughs> oh. uh, Simone. 
Well, I sure know how to pick them. Anyway, <laughs> I swear I'll pick a good one next time. It um, was a good one. I, <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, I like this episode. The first time I saw it, I was like, wow, I like all the shiny colors and there's dreams and there's flashbacks and there's all this stuff. But it is a big information dump. And I now, now that I've seen the series a bunch of times, I like it for bunnies and bunnies and bunnies. And please rewatch it once you finish this season. <laughs> so I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. A 9 out of 10 what? Um, rhinestone rainbow t-shirts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know what? Maybe we should do a commentary of this episode after the season. After. <laughs> we, we could do that. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, okay. I also like this episode. Uh, there are definitely things that are important and things that really aren't. So take that how you will. Um, so I'm. Oh, let's see. I think I'm going to go eight and a half out of ten pointless album covers. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let's have our contact information. All right. Um, you can find us at quadruplez.com. You can email us at investigatingmars at gmail.com. You can send us an MP3 voicemail to that email address. Please do. You can tweet at us at, at investigatemars. Facebook group is groups slash investigatingmars. And we have a um, spoiler group that's groups slash spoilers of Mars. And um, thanks for everyone who left us an iTunes review. We would love more. So you can do that. Thanks. Great. So thank you, Simone, for guesting on this episode. Thank you, Simone. Thank you for, having me thank back. You for coming thank back. You, Simone. It's nice to hear your voice as opposed to one of really? us reading your feedback. <laughs> oh, I <can. laughs> Well, just in general. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, the next That's episode nice. is called Never Mind the Buttocks. Okay, so here's <laughs> here's the lucky thing. We found out that Lucky got shot in the butt. So I think it's about that. I think that Lucky is going to be part of this, whatever it is. Like, are we going to see his deformed buttocks? Well, we're going to, yeah. <laughs> we are going to see where he got shot in the buttocks. But you're not supposed to mind the buttocks, but they're there. Veronica has to go undercover for a punk band. Maybe his butt is a, um, a red herring. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's a punk band. <laughs> um, that's that too. I'm, I'm going for we go to a Sir Mix-a-Lot concert. Oh Is that God, what you just please. said, you bet? <laughs> that would have been amazing. I thought it would be really amazing. I want to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, we will find out next time. And until then, bye. Bye, bye everybody. Bye. bye.